before we get to Clips of the Week, as compiled by executive producer Hanson, because Sean is sick today. I don't know if you would like to uh, restate, or are you feeling guilty about that? You should be feeling guilty about that. Why would I feel guilty? There has been broadcast speculation. Why only you? That positive Sean and his new girlfriend went to a ball game yesterday and got a little lit up. So, Sean uh, texted this morning, feverish, sick, that sort of thing. Cough, sore throat. There are a million of those kinds of things going around right now. I haven't heard it's... of any. <laughs> and for the Half first the time, I know are sick. And for the first time, I believe in the history of the Armstrong and Getty show, somebody is sick and Joe is questioning whether they're actually sick. So, I guess the policy from here on out will be you have to get a doctor's note before you can... Uh, be sick, or at least... Well, and with, I would like to examine you personally. <laughs> send a stool sample to Joe's oh, house. Lord. No, no, probably flaming in a paper bag. Yeah, no, we no. Have, it's, I hope the, the lad gets well soon. That's terrible. He's so damn plucky, too. I mean, he's, he's always here with the smile on his face, and the rest of it, it's a it's shame alcoholism has, has gripped him. I had a discussion with my son the other day. Uh, my wife is a little... Laura's a little more uh, lenient than I would be if I were making the call at home on uh, missing missing a day of school for being sick. Mm. Maybe that's just a mom thing in general. There there does seem to be a, a, a tugging of directions between moms and dads that is necessary for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like uh, Chris, 100%. Chris Matthews always calls Democrats the mommy party and Republicans the daddy party. And it's just the way it is. There's the That's an unfortunate and sexist cliche that is extremely useful. There's the let's do something fun and nice. And then there's the hey, eat your vegetables. Right. I mean, those are the two. Well, there used to be anyway. Now we're both mommy parties as America has become a lesbian couple. <laughs> the Republicans are now a second mommy party, <laughs> but they wear guy clothes. <laughs> So uh, last week, it's spring break this week, last week, and and my eight-year-old is at uh, Lake Havasu just getting hammered because it's spring break. (laughs) But uh, so last week, he was sick from school. Okay, I get home. He doesn't seem very sick. Oh, boy. And in the (laughs) afternoon, he's riding his bike and having a good time and wants to go to a friend's house. So we had to talk about uh, how sick you need to be before you're missing school and all that sort of stuff. But there there are times... When you're so sick, you'd rather be at school or work than be that sick. Oh, you'd yeah. make that trade any day of the week. Then there's also the too sick legitimately. You got a fever. You shouldn't. Well, they won't allow you to go to school. If you got mm-hmm. a fever, you're not supposed to. Right. And they, they tell you at work you shouldn't go to. There is sick where, you know, I'm sick. It's legitimate. But, hey, I'm going to watch a bunch of. Sh- I'm going to catch up on my Netflix. I'm going to get some sleep. This isn't the worst thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. There's that sick too. Sure. Sure. I might even go out in the sunshine and do something not too taxing. Our job's a little different than that in that, you know, it, it doesn't work out for us that way. But, I mean, just in general. Right. Um, right. But well, then you can't catch up the next day right. doing what we're doing. We right. can't do two hilarious and informative Armstrong and Getty shows for you tomorrow. So <laughs> To catch up. But, but just in general, I think there's that right. kind of sick. Right. But, man, I've had plenty of the sick where I'd, I'd rather be at school or work than this. Sure, sure. Whoa. Too sick to even watch TV. Sam had one of those recently. He said, I'm too sick to even watch anything on TV. And yeah, that's sick. And you've been the kind of sick where you had, uh, you know, a few more cocktails after you should have gone to bed and then you didn't show up for work, which brings us back to... Those you have to go to work. Otherwise, you're admitting to yourself you drank too much. Yes. So you got to go to work. Yes. That's crossing a line. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You can be an idiot and and, and ashamed of yourself. 
but you still showed up. And you don't want to cross that line because you want to get drunk again this weekend. Right. So, so you got to go to work. It's like you're reading my mind. <laughs> I kid. Uh, all right. Let's uh, take a fun look back at the week that was as fashioned by executive producer Anton. It's Cal Clips of the Week. Turn around. Drop them. You told Donald Trump to turn around and take off his pants. Yes. I was like, someone should take that magazine and spank you with it. You are special. You remind me of my daughter. Were you physically attracted to him? No. Not at all? No. She couldn't be more his type if she was a fish fillet wrapped in a hundred ruble bills. You know, I'm not going to get into, uh, you know, what what the president may or may not have seen. I'll just say that uh, he's consistently denied these allegations. Thank you. That's a million dollars. No, that's a million dollars. A million dollars. You know what's worth? Stephon Clark! Stephon Clark! Stephon! That can't and won't happen again. Now look, we're going to forgive them. Look, listen, we're going to forgive the mayor. Amen. Big story. Facebook announced major changes to its privacy settings. Uh, yeah. Yeah, apparently they're going to start having some. That's the new idea. And a drive to right. Go, baby. What were you saying, Jenny? Yes, sir. Go. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, my. That's unbelievable. But most of all, Lord, thank you for making America great again. Some good stuff in there. We got to, well done. We got a number of texts. Uh, I'm so sick. We're headed to Tahoe. I've never, <laughs> I've never done that once in my whole life. Yeah. Not once in my life have I ever called in sick, and then like actually because I wanted to go do something fun. Never, ever, ever once. You ever blow off any school? I never did once. I wish I had. Uh, yeah. I wish I had. I'm I, talking about through high school. Right. Yeah. I wish I had. Uh, yeah. I, I, I I think at least one of those would have been a good idea. But I just, I'm not built that way for whatever reason. Insufferable earnestness. The Armstrong and Getty story. No, I didn't either. Never once. I got drunk once. My younger brother didn't miss one day of school, kindergarten through graduating high school. He got a special certificate at the, the end of it. It's like the only... Like only, never, never sick, never nothing. Every he, single day. He goes where he's sick or not. He's a, he just, oh. he just, I don't know if he's ever missed a day of work. That's just the way he is. Wow. He's just he's not going to call in sick. Wow. Um, we also got the, yeah, I'm sick. I'm sick of going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Which is also a good being sick thing. Um, what else? Oh, so I got a couple of things. Uh, which do I first? Which do you first? First learn the language. <laughs> we just heard a clip of uh, Stephanie Clifford, Stormy Daniels. Yes. This is not getting much attention, which shows you a lot of the way this story is working. Judge ruled late yesterday, no, you can't depose the president on this. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Of course you haven't. How did I miss that? So I heard that that, that that they were asking to 50 times. Well, right. So every show in America, especially the We Hate Trump shows, took this completely seriously and talked about it for like an hour on the CBS Early Show, the Today Show, MSNBC All Day Long or whatever. Two days later, the judge says, no, you can't do that. I heard a bunch of legal experts say, no, that's 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 crap. That's, mm-hmm. that's never going to fly. Yeah. But they still discussed it for an hour. Yeah. What if this? What if that? What yeah. does this mean? Well, they're and selling it, commercials. It was a crackpot thing to ask for. A judge quickly said, no, you can't do that. And then there's no follow-up on the story. So that was right. all. That was just crap. 
Yeah. But congratulations to her lawyer, who's who's an expert at keeping the news cycle going on this. And this story, speaking of health, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger is in an L.A. hospital after he's serving emergency open-heart surgery. Wow. That's a big deal. Wow. TMZ reports that the former California governor and behemoth, well, he's, he's a current behemoth. Right. Yes. He's a little more flabby a behemoth than he used to be. But. Was taken to Cedars-Sinai yesterday for catheter valve replacement, developed complications soon after. Surgery lasted several hours. Mm. He's reportedly stable at this time. So he wow. got emergency, sev- a several-hour-long open-heart surgery. That's wow, so complications from one of those catheter procedures, huh, which are less invasive and and uh, much to be admired and loved in the modern era. Because yeah, I knew guys back in the day, and heart surgery was, it was, oh, it was terrible. It was a desperate measure, but... It's making my but chest hurt thinking. I know, I can barely drop Several breath. hours long emergency heart surgery. So, yeah. yeah. So, the, so the. Well, oh, this is also breaking news. He just impregnated one of the nurses. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Has a kid that looks just like him. There's a little you idiot. Arnold Doppelganger going to be running around at family day at the hospital. Um, <laughs> you so, son of a bitch. So the. um oh, the, the humor in bastardry. <laughs> The uh, the catheter thing went funky, huh? And they had to crack him open. All right, well, I, can't, probably, I can't talk about this anymore. His, his, Killing me. A lifetime of human growth hormone. Who knows and what's steroids, going? Steroids, right? Who knows what's going on in there? Right. When you crack him open, right? Probably got a second heart, or his heart's the size of a bushel basket, or something. And I don't know how many times I have heard people say this. You know, Arnold's actually not that big. I've stood next to the gentleman many times. He is freaking huge. Right, right. <laughs> he is huge. That was weird. Yeah. That was going around for a while. <laughs> Michael. That was that was going around. He's actually he's pretty short. No, he's not. He's a giant. Yeah. He's the biggest guy you've ever been around. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But, so when they cracked him up. so big now, is that, he? Huh? That's got to be something. You lay a guy that size on the table and crack into that chest that's like two feet deep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I broke six ribs. He's 70 years old, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh-huh. Uh, Disappointment, please. I mean, I wish him well. I don't want him to, you know, obviously, but what a crappy governor he turned out to be. Crappy, crappy, crappy. Stop and he, whining. And he could have been He could have been great well, remember for the California. Story? He barely wanted to be governor. He made a joke about it on Leno. People laughed. Then some people started calling, and a poll came out, and he thought, oh, okay, I'll give it a while. I'll right. give it a whirl. That's yeah. how much he wanted to be governor. His campaign was great. He said a lot of great things. Then He he had uh, Twisted Sister campaigning with him. Right. <laughs> We're not going to take it. Then he overreached and, and then got he impregnated bored. the maid. No, I think that was before. Okay. And then, uh, then the, well, he had the little doppelganger running around. but uh, <laughs> The way she looks sexy and seductive, and then she seduces me into this, into her little thing. Yeah, hey, mama, mama, who is my daddy? Uh, so, then, so he overreached. With the moanings and the, those sorts of things. <laughs> With the moanings and the <laughs> orgasms and that sorts of things. <laughs> and he overreached. The union slapped him down because he got overambitious. And they said, hey, I, don't blame I, him. I didn't want this job. I don't like this I job. I don't blame him for that. He tried, I do. He tried all that stuff. And then he, he saw the way the unions come out and how mobbed up the whole thing is. And he said, oh, okay, I get it now. I see. Screw it. But instead of, like, trying to do one of his measures the next year and explaining to people in detail, just the one, and then maybe getting a second one done before he's out of office, he just gave up. He stopped being governor. He just showed up at tree lightings and bull ass and the rest of it. 
Sat in his smoking tent and smoked cigars. Right. That's no good for your ticker either, Arnie. Speaking of which, I was in a cigar store the other day. Just killing time. Where was that? Oh, Palo Alto at Stanford. I was just killing time. Hmm. And um, I stepped in the cigar store and I saw Cohibas in there. Are are Cuban cigars just for sale everywhere now? Oh, yeah, I guess so. I don't smoke cigars anymore. Yeah, I remember hearing about it, but no. Wow, so the, the, the unicorn of cigars, the Cohiba, you can just buy anywhere now. As who's had one? We've are they made go- peace with the Castros, Jack. Are they delicious? I don't know. Are they a fantastic experience? Or- I don't know. They just taste like most cigars. You wanted to follow up on that coffee story? Yeah, the, the big Starbucks coffee lawsuit. Did you hear about that? It's emblematic of everything that's wrong with the country. Yeah, I'm seeing the well, headline. I'm seeing the headline everywhere, so that's kind of interesting. Not sure it has anything to do with the crumbling infrastructure. Well, actually, it does come to think of it. Okay. It may be emblematic of everything. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Thank you so much to Tom Arnold. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. There is a delicate... That means something too. And we wish you a uh, respectful and uh, and uh, reflective and uh, meaningful Good Friday. We ought to talk about what we were talking about off the air one of these days because it's really interesting. It blows up a lot of uh, preconceptions. People don't like their preconceptions blown up because then they have to have reconceptions, hmm. the new conceptions. Deep man, <clears throat> Joe's smoking a lot of weed today. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so maybe you heard about this Starbucks suit may cause cancer in California. That's one of your parents' favorite jokes, yep. right? Yeah. Anything they buy, it says may cause cancer in California. Right. Which is hilarious if you think about it. But Starbucks and other coffee sellers must put a cancer warning on coffee sold in California, according to one soft-headed L.A. judge possibly exposing the companies to millions of dollars in fines. Now, this is, uh, we're not pro-cancer around here. It's a good qualifier. But this is truly ridiculous and utterly transparent in its cash grabbiness. And it just shows you so much of what's wrong with this country at this point. It's a little-known not-for-profit group, which means frigging nothing. The, the the phrase not for profit. I said earlier, this is emblematic of everything that's wrong in America. Here's one example. All right, Jack and I are going to form a not for profit. We're going to have two employees, him and me, and we're going to pay each other every single dime we take in. That's our salaries. And we're a not for profit. Please. But this little known not for profit has sued some 90 coffee retailers, including Starbucks, on grounds they are violating a California law because when you roast coffee, uh, actually, when you grill meat, when you cook virtually anything, you build up certain amounts of acrylamides. It's a chemical. Um, and it happens when you roast coffee. And in, uh, you know, dump truck full loads uh, administered to a three-pound monkey, eventually the thing will get cancer. <laughs> well, this L.A. County Superior Court Judge Ellie Hu Burl said in a decision that Starbucks and other companies 
and I'm quoting now from Reuters, had failed to show there was no significant risk from a carcinogen produced in the coffee roasting process, and that, quote, defendants failed to satisfy their burden of proving by a preponderance of evidence that consumption of coffee confers a benefit to human health. Hmm. So... I'm surprised that was even part of it. In one courtroom, in one State of the Union... One judge says, yeah, yeah, it seems a little, I don't know, cancery, and you don't have to drink coffee. So, yeah, they ought to have a warning. Even though there's not one homo sapien, I don't think, walking around where their doctor said the reason you have cancer is because you drink coffee. Right. I don't think there's one on the planet. Officials from Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's, Pete's, and other big coffee sellers did not immediately respond to requests for comments. Um, this uh, not-for-profit, which is clearly for effing profit, calls for fines as large as $2,500 per person for every exposure to this chemical, meaning every cup of coffee since 2002. Wow, what would that in the add up to? shops in California. That might match the, uh, the national debt as a Billions, number. Billions, right, exactly. Trillions of dollars. Um... It's, of course, it's, yeah, it's in California. But again, every cup of coffee sold in California since 2002, a fine as large as $2,500 per person. Several defendants in the case settled before Wednesday's decisions, decision, meaning coffee companies and servers of coffee, agreeing to post signage about the cancer-linked chemicals and pay millions of dollars in fines, according to published reports. Tim the Lawyer was the first person to point this out uh, on this show, and it's actually in his uh, wonderful book, The Right to Earn a Living. Uh, he's written a couple of books about economic freedom, but there is no way to count the thousands, nay, hundreds of thousands, nay, millions of jobs that would exist if greed-head lawyers and stupid judges weren't crippling companies with phony lawsuits yeah, like You this. can't measure businesses that never open. Your salary might be 30% higher. Just because of competition for your work. What's coming up your news, Marshall? Latest of the legal moves being made by the family of the unarmed black man fatally shot by Sacramento police. That and more coming up. So the autopsy results are out? Mm-hmm. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. About 30... 30- On the cigar discussion, as I said, I stepped into a cigar shop killing time before our dinner the other night, and I saw Cohiba's, which is a well-known name of a Cuban cigar. I'd smoked one years ago from a buddy who had to hook up, a legal hookup. I, of course, smoked it, then called the FBI and had him turned in. Thank God. Um, I smoke Cuban cigars weekly, says this texter. No, you can't buy them in stores. Oh, okay. Not yet. Yes, they usually are better than others, mostly because they have very little aftertaste. That'd be appealing, because the aftertaste of the cigar is about the worst part. That and the deadly cancer. (laughs) Um, But we're equivalent. However, Nicaraguan cigars are closing the gap. So there's the answer. Way to go, Nicaragua. Authoritative answer on... Cuban cigars. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the family of Stefan Clark filing a federal lawsuit over his death in that Sacramento police shooting. Lawyer for the Clark family saying he plans to file the suit as soon as today. And in about an hour, the family's going to release the results of an independent autopsy that was carried out by doctor and forensic pathologist 
Bennett Amalu. Listen, I'm the first guy to call a dirty shooting a dirty shooting. I don't appreciate police brutality, government brutality, etc. This lawsuit doesn't have a chance. They may settle, but there's nothing there. There is nothing there. There is no indication that there's any sort of momentary or systematic denying anybody of their civil rights. It was just a damned unfortunate shooting. Oh, do you remember that one... But, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. A couple of years ago where the cop claimed uh, the guy, he was wrestling with the guy or whatever. Then somebody came out with a cell phone video where the dude was running away from the police. South right. Carolina Park, right? Yeah. And, the, and you know, so, you know, that's the, ca- the sort of cases where you got to make your stand if you're trying to really change the, the country. Mm-hmm. This one's, you know, way too much of a wobbler, if not fairly clearly the other direction, to really hang your hat on this one for a uh, civil rights case. Also... Controversial question, but the poor dead guy, and it does suck that he got shot dead because he had a cell phone in his hand. Right. I understand how it happened, but Nobody's it Nobody's happy about it. Right. But the, the, the TV media running all the pictures of him, you know, smiling with his girlfriend or, you know, hanging out with friends or whatever, looking like a, a perfectly good dude. There are mug shots out there of him because he'd been in run-ins with the law a number of times in his life. Yeah, he'd pled out to a couple of things. He pled no contest to a handful of charges, including... He's there with, I believe, his fiance. He pled out to uh, domestic violence. He'd been arrested a couple times in his life. Is is it fair or unfair to run a mugshot versus a here he is looking like a respectable person who should never be shot? Because he's obviously both of those people at least. Well, not only respectable, but absolutely lovable. You know, I, yeah, it depends. It, it depends how you look at it. Neither I, one I of think them is local, like uh, Sacramento and California media. Yeah. They're afraid. Well, mugshot wouldn't be cool. I'd be against that. Right, because the story's not about him being arrested. Right. But it's part of the story. I mean, if you're going to present a picture to make me feel a certain way about a person, Mm -hmm. that's just an image, too. I don't have any idea how much that image represents his life. So, I don't know. I don't know what you get out of it. Maybe you should always go with yearbook photos or something. I don't know. Be interesting to see what uh, Dr. Amalu's uh, autopsy turns up. Again, well, those results. I don't will be think out. it will be at all, Marshall. There's only he one didn't reason. Die of a heart you, attack. Yeah, the only right. reason you do that is because when you hear, I mean, it's like they they release some of these things for the shooting at the this high school in Parkland, Florida. Right. It's because when you read a description of what a bullet does to a human body, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's troubling. It's shocking. It's sickening. Um. And they're trying to raise the outrage because they're outraged right. and they want other people to be as well. But it's going to talk about devastating internal injuries. Number of times he was shot is yeah. going to be a big part of it. And in yeah. what parts of his body. Yeah, the toxicology reports are going to be out, what, in about six more weeks, I think. Is it there, always takes an extraordinary yeah. amount of time. Yeah. Does anybody know why that is? Is there a scientific reason it takes so long? Or do you just have to get in line at the lab? And it, on, on these big cases like this, is there right. any reason why they can't rush them and tell us that afternoon? Or if are there have certain a... tests that you just have to let things sit I, for I, a few I, days? I know? don't know the answer to yeah, that. Yeah, I don't either. Majority of Americans say they are mad enough these days to carry a sign and protest for a day. A new NBC News Wall Street Journal poll on social trends found 57%, 57% of Americans ready to protest with their main cause of concern these days being the issue of gun control. It also found Democrats more likely to protest than Republicans. The poll found 69% of Democrats are angry enough to get out in the streets compared to about 50% of Republicans. Hmm. So So Republicans have jobs, huh? 
I've never joined. Just I'd a- throw that in for the Republicans in the audience. Hope you enjoyed that, folks. I've never joined a protest, but I do get to go on the radio and give my opinion on things. So I have an outlet for that, I guess. That's how you blow off steam, right? Are millennials tossing the top sheet? Yes, someone's actually done a, a survey, a look at this. Millennials have caught flack for killing a number of things over the last few years. And a new item to add to the list, the top sheet. I know where you're going with this. Betting stores are reporting more and more of their millennial customers are not buying the flat top sheet. A trend that's been gaining... What? So they get their body goo on the blanket? That's I have, disgusting. I have... I and everyone I have... Um, mm, uh, uh, I've been aware of their sleeping arrangement throughout my adult life. Perhaps you were invited uh, to stay the night at the relative's house. Have only used the comforter for uh, the top of you for the the, the last 20 years. That's uncivilized. I can't remember outside being at my mom and dad's house ever having a sheet on a bed or a hotel. Do you you also eat human flesh? Do you you defecate in your own front yard? That seems so old-timey to have a top sheet. Really? I don't know that I've ever slept a night without one. Really? That's interesting. I haven't slept with one outside of a hotel or my parents' house. Really? In 25 years. Well, you're ahead of millennials then, Jack. Do you believe in torturing confessions out of suspects? (laughs) Are you you willing to, I don't know, rob convenience stores if you have no ready cash? Yes to both of those. (laughs) Health experts warn it's not hygienic. If you're going to ditch the top sheet, you need to wash your comforter or duvet as frequently as you wash your sheets. And if I put a sheet, if we put a sheet on our... You don't want a dirty duvet. And if we put a top sheet on our kids' beds, they would get into bed and say, what is that? Really? What is that? Wow. I I doubt they've ever even seen one. This is a cultural divide. It is. I've been working with this human for 20-some years. I can't believe it. You never realized it. One last note. Got an update for you about Corey Feldman. He has gotten a clean bill of health after saying he'd been stabbed. After the stabbing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What he believes to be a syringe or a knife. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you seem to be okay. Yeah, Corey's bodyguard, Jeff V., who was with the actor at the time of the attack, said all the tests the hospital ran after Corey came in claiming had been stabbed have come back clean and clear of any oh. hard drugs or infectious disease. Or stabs. <laughs> the doctors have said also they didn't find any evidence of a puncture from a needle or a blade. All right. So is he accepting that? Because he was... Still continuing to claim he was stabbed even after the doctors and the police said, no, you weren't. My understanding is he's still uh, he's still uh, is claiming that, yes, this this fellow, this person came over and ripped open the car door and right. made a stabbing motion at me. Right. Yes. But see, a stabbing motion isn't a stabbing. Yeah, indeed. There you go. That's a wrap. I'm Marshall Phillips of the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation with the bird of freedom. <laughs> We had somebody send in a bunch of actual bald eagle calls. I don't know what a bald eagle sounds like. Because that's a red-tailed hawk. But it sounds like an eagle ought to sound. I assume they just sing that Lee Greenwood song. (laughs) So I've always assumed. People would shoot them more often if they did. (laughs) The petering out. The Good Friday petering out coming up next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Conscience. Of the nation. She's a little. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
We had my old friend Dana Carvey on the show, and he did a fantastic impression of the new national security advisor, John Bolton. Check it out. You know what they say, sanctions, spanctions, mandy, patanctions. <laughs> I'm going to send some big fat tanks in. Babbity boom, slabbity boom. Well, this morning, CNN had an article about it, which was nice, but the headline was, Look Who's Playing John Bolton on SNL. <laughs> Fake news. I take everything back. Come on, CNN, this isn't SNL. Unless you think SNL stands for Stephen's Nightly Laughs. And here, let me help you. Let me help you. It might be difficult. Here's how you can tell that clip wasn't on Saturday Night Live. It was a Wednesday. <laughs> we taped during the daytime, and we're not live. <laughs> you got three things wrong in three letters. Yeah, it's, wow. I mean, it's not an important story, but it does speak to just how sloppy they are at CNN. Yeah. And man, they're hanging their hat <laughs> on uh, Stephanie Clifford's boobs. I mean, they really are. <laughs> you could. Which you could. Big hat, even um, like a giant sombrero. Every dang. <laughs> Sorry, you, that's just childish. You come back I'm from, better than that. Wait a minute. No, I'm not. <laughs> you come back from commercials on CNN. Uh, we have a developing, <laughs> we have a big development in the Stormy Daniels story. No, you don't. It's the same thing that happened yesterday. And it wasn't a big development it yesterday. Wasn't it? It's just yeah. sad. Yeah. It's, CNN's pathetic. They are pathetic. Part of my uh, bitterness is uh, disappointment because they remember a Gulf War back in the day, 03? It was 03, right? Yeah, 03. Yeah, it's 30 years ago. The lie. <laughs> Your math skills are, are uh, yeah, it's 15. Not, not so great. Yeah. Anyway, it's difficult to argue with that sort of assertion. <laughs> Oh, anyway, CNN blows. So, uh, Ran Ran uh, has sent us a uh, a number of actual uh, cries of the the, the bald eagle. Um, we probably won't use them. Well, I'll play them for you first of all because it's been alleged by people who are America haters, who don't love this country, that Squawky the bald eagle is not a bald eagle at all. If you were here in the room watching his flashing talons, is noble white feathered head and it, here is his cry well here here let me come here squawk squawk come here come here, come here. all right go oh what? that's the sound of freedom right there you there. go wow why do you have to squeeze him right there on his junk yeah. anyway he's trained um, so uh this is uh, allegedly what an eagle sounds like i guess um oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to click that here we go it's loading and this is uh, this is really going well. That's a bald eagle. Whatever that is, I'd shoot it. Wow. Well, you go to federal prison, sir. Enjoy getting to know the Unabomber, sicko. Enjoy getting to know the Unabomber. That's a crow. That's uh, that's not as regal as I was no. hoping. Here's an alternative uh, eagle scream for you. Oh, it's a great deal like the last one. Yes. Here, let me see. There is a sameness. There, there are, well, there are five of them. I'm not sure why I'd send them. Let's try one more time. Ooh. That's a little better. Ooh, that's a Wait a minute. <laughs> that's got to be the maiden cry right there, because that eagle is stirred up. Yes, indeed. Woo! He's stirred. Wow. <laughs> now, wait a minute. I could play squ- oh, I'm sorry. He squeezes squawky. All right, here. 
It's close enough. Yeah. That's close enough. You know, I'm sorry. The uh, the squawky sound still sounds more patriotic to yeah. me. Yeah, it does. Uh, well, this is pretty. <laughs> Ooh, that just well, either way. <laughs> Thanks, Dennis. The ambassador to North Korea. There. Um, does oh. every country have a national bird, or is that just something we invented? Oh, I think I don't. Well, I don't know. It's kind of like National Pie Day, right? It's just something you make well, up. That's it's stupid, but well, no, I think the national bird is more of a symbol. It's sure. I mean, the, like we we have a bald eagle because it looks cool and tough and has big talons and the right. rest of it. The fact that it mostly eats garbage, you know, <laughs> it eats carrion uh, frequently. Dead, dead flesh. Isn't the national bird of Canada the loony? It's about right. Yeah. I don't know. Ben Franklin famously wanted the turkey. Right. Which has menaced you. Oh, yes. Well, you were afraid several, of it, right? Oh, very much so. That's what very we want foreigners so. to, to, to be afraid of our yep. bird. Yep. I don't know. Somebody look up National Bird of France. The and that, wren. And that bird, of course, was saying, I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. Right. <laughs> translation. A loose translation. Yeah. Exactly. Of the eagle. You know, we didn't get to. We're... we're we're and the show's the, over. Oh, look, God. there you go. The Gaelic rooster. <laughs> so every country does has a national bird. You learn something every day. I'll be darned. Finland is the whooper swan. Why have we not had whooper. these all put in a cage and oh, had them yeah. fight each other? Whooper, there it is. Yeah. Gaelic rooster. I say final. You say thoughts. Final. Final. Thoughts. Final. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, Marshall Phillips, your final thought? i got to ask you guys, how would you like uh, to be notified of my Mega Millions win tonight? Would you like a text, a personal phone call, gift basket delivered to your home, <laughs> or do you just want to wait till Monday to see if I show up? Uh, would you Would you show up, or would you Would you show up just to let everybody know, F you, I'm, I'm a gazillionaire now? No, I think I'd dance around and get yeah. in your face and there go, you go. Right, money, money, money. <laughs> Yeah, that's mature. Michelangelo, your final thought? Uh, very simple. Um, Sean, good luck and sober up. And um, Wow. I, no. <laughs> wow. No, I'm only teasing you. I, and uh, I love you very much, Marshall, and I always have, just in case you do happen to win. You're on. Okay, uh, Positive Sean is not here. Michael's already taken the uh, the shot that I was going to, that he drank himself into incapacity <laughs> this morning. Not is actually ill, but uh, so we'll pass on that. If he were here for work, he'd tell you his final thought. Jack, your final thought? Um, so it's Good Friday, which means something to some people. I'm going to the very least try to be better today and then try to hold on to that for the future. That's going to be something I try to get out of Good Friday as we head into Easter on Sunday. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Uh, my final thought, uh, Judy and I are heading for the walled compound in the woods, but I am very, very bummed. The recent uh, warm wave, this wonderful, beautiful spring weather we're having, Means I can't right. snow blow. I got my big, loud new snowblower. I got to use it once. Now there's no snow. Could be next year before you get to use your snowblower. It sucks. And you just go around making it. I can blow pine needles. Yeah, just be really <laughs> loud. Sure. I'll just find something to blow. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another good day. Just like in prison. Wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. That's what she said. So many people think. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. There are a lot of great clicks. Seriously. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, 
Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Mac Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! <laughs> Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. About 30